You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 Layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, what is up? Man, yeah, not much. Allergies, uh, finals. I finished finals. my master's degree since the last pod, so that's a big deal. Very happy. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um <laughs> It's good. It feels really good to be done. Um, it was a great, it was a great time, but it's just gonna be nice to have all that time back. Yeah, Kyle wrote me a recommendation letter for the program several years ago. So it's almost like I, like you've accomplished so more than I have, but I like I'm kind of right there. Exactly. It's close. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. It's very close. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say who accomplished? Not me. Not me. Besides me. Yeah. Except Kyle will say. I will say. Yes, I'm here to say. Um. <laughs> All right, let's get to some Wolves talk. And then, of course, it's funny, right? Because game six of the finals is we're recording this on a Wednesday or Thursday is tonight. So the Warriors might win tonight. And then yeah, you'll have all this stuff to listen to. But maybe you just want to talk about the Timberwolves. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I've been like want... weirdly like disengaged from this finals. Like more so than in previous years. And I'm not sure why. I think it might just because it's like two franchises that kind of bore me. Like the teams themselves are interesting, but like I just can't get too excited about the Celtics or Warriors winning the net when they winning the championship, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like I like if you look at the final four teams, like I guess this would probably be my more most preferred matchup. I guess so. You, um I guess you could talk me into the Suns, but um like I guess they were before, but Dallas. But like I mean Dallas and Miami would have been kind of weird. Yeah. Miami and Golden State would have sucked. Um, so well, yeah, it'd, I mean, it'd be over now. 
if yeah. if it were Miami and the Warriors, it would we would not have basketball anymore. So. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's the thing. I mean, we we won't get into the finals, but like for as bad as Boston has played, like the fact that they can win tonight and there's going to be yeah, a game seven, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, which also sucks if you're a Celtics fan because it's like, wow, we played literally our worst basketball ever, and we still pushed the finals six or yeah, seven games. Right. Like, uh, all right. Um, we on, have, to, on to more interesting things. On to more interesting things like the Timberwolves hiring Dell Demps. Um, Dell Demps, who served as the Utah Jazz assistant coach for the last two years and prior to that was the New Orleans Pelicans general manager, which is a weird one-two punch. You don't really get the coaches. Former player, former coach, former GM. He will be taking on a new role inside the Minnesota Timberwolves front office under President Tim Connolly. Um this comes after the Timber- the Timberwolves obviously signed Conley away from the Nuggets, and then they also signed Matt Lloyd away from the Magic. We're not really sure what the hierarchy looks like here. Um, Del Demps, who was in uh, New Orleans for about 10 years, um, they made the postseason three times. They lost yeah. in the first round twice. Um, I would, what, I mean, I don't know. It, it seems like a good thing. Like you're, yeah, you're getting a guy that, that, the team that knows the league. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he really knows the league well, and I like having a guy who's coached in the front office. I don't like it when coaches are GMs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, having somebody with that experience, I think is good. Um, yeah, I don't really have a ton to say about this, I guess. It's, it's positive. It seems like a positive move. It's, it, it's good to have a guy in the job who people want to work with. I'll say that. Um, and yeah. It seems like people want to work with Connolly. Yeah, and I think Del Demps, too, because I think, like, if you get... I, I think both ways. Like, you, you get someone, yeah. like... Del Demps, who was with Quinn Schneider the last two years, and obviously Quinn Schneider's super well-respected around the league. So if like someone like Quinn Schneider believes in you, um, I don't know. Like It's just like the trickle-down. That, that, that's totally. like the Matt Lloyd thing, and I don't know anything about him. Um, and the hiring from Orlando, it was like, I don't know. You were just in Orlando. They sucked, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, what were you doing? Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think that's kind of the the the... The story. I think what's what's going to be interesting to see is like we talk about Gupta and how he's still like the analytical guy in Minnesota yeah. and blah blah blah, which I believe I think that's probably true. But it seems like he might not be going down the totem pole, but there might be like totem poles rising up next to him. Like yeah, there are more and more people in the building for sure. Um, which is not necessarily, I think, as we talked about in the last pod, that's not necessarily a bad thing for your career. Um, but it's definitely a factor. I mean, if you like being a kind of a big fish in a small pond, this was perfect before, and now there's a lot of a lot of fish. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of voices. Um, well, the NBA draft is in one week from today. If you're listening to this on yeah. Thursday, um, this is probably the for me at least, and certainly for you too. I'm guessing probably the least draft prep that I've ever done because oh, I, don't, I, don't need, it at all. I don't need to do it for my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the way I think of it as a team that is in the playoffs, I kind of think of it as um, like it's kind of the opposite of the of the NFL or no, it's the same as the NFL. Like if you're the NFL, right, and you're like the Patriots and you have the 30th pick, um, you can kind of do whatever you want. Like nobody yeah. really cares or you're very specific and you need a certain position. Right. Um, the Wolves are in neither of those positions. Like there are spots like I think you could say they need point guard depth if they get rid of D'Angelo Russell. And they probably need another big. Um, that was pretty apparent during the playoffs. Um, so I tend to like you and I have always talked about this. Like you almost like circle a position group that the team needs, 
and then you look at people in that group and then if something in the draft board would fall where like sure you know so and so is need to have your board yeah yeah but then if all of a sudden the number six guy falls to 19 you're like holy shit we got to take this guy that's fine but i think you prioritize those um those like you know positions of need well i did i pulled from three different mock drafts today um one was from the ringer one was from the athletic and one was from uh sports illustrated and i think we both agree that like point guard and center is probably a need um, one gave us a wing, like a, a forward type, which I don't think is as big of a need, but the players are as followed the ringer, which is uh, Kevin O'Connor. He has the Timberwolves taking Kentucky guard, Ty Ty Washington jr. Who I've listened to a podcast about him. People are excited about him and people think he could go earlier. Um, you know, he said, uh, he has shades of Emmanuel quickly, uh, O'Connor's rundown of, uh, the pick is D'Angelo Russell is being shopped around. So it makes, which also that's not the first time this has been reported. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense for the Timberwolves to target a shot creator with this selection. Ty Ty and Carl Anthony Towns could make for a lethal pick and roll pairing. And with at Anthony Edwards resembling a superstar in the playoffs, Minnesota would be equipped with a dynamic offense. Whatever Russell would return in a trade would bolster their roster even more. Um, Six foot two, 196 pounds, 19 years old. Sure. I think we we all think these guys, like you get rid of Russell and it's like, oh my God, we got Ty Ty Washington Jr. He's going to be a starting point guard. And it's like, well, if he's a 19th pick, probably yeah, no, he won't, probably he not. probably won't be that. But um, I, I, I'd be happy with this. I think of, of these, I even though you haven't gone through them all, but of these, I think this is the one I would like to see the most. Same, same. And it's actually in order. I didn't try to do this intentionally of what I would like the team to do. Um, the second one from the athletic, this is from Sam, uh, Vicini, who actually old friend of the pod from, um, the layup line. Um, I once had a beer with him in a Chicago restaurant yeah. as we were waiting for our flights. So, um, good times. Uh, he has the wolves taking Blake Wesley. Who's a six, five guard from Notre Dame. He's 19 years old. Uh, here's the rundown. Wesley is a shot creator with dynamic, powerful athleticism who can attack out of ball screens and get open looks. The act of getting past the first level of defenders and collapsing the defense is something he has down pat. The problem for Wesley right now is the final product. He struggled immensely after college coaches got eyes on him and devised scheme to slow him down. Over his final 17 games of the season, Wesley shot just 36% from the field and 26% from three. His NCAA tournament appearance were a good encapsulation of his trends as he shot 15 for 45 over three games and looked a bit overwhelmed at times. Having said that his ceiling is high, his blend of powerful strides and suddenness as well as, as a size gives an awful lot of potential. Once he gets the final product figured out. Yeah. I think we should not take this guy just from what I read. I don't like, I don't <laughs> like it. That, when... that sounds bad. I mean, I'm always like kind of anti like, unless it's like a real like athletic freak, I'm like against like draft the guy who doesn't know how to play basketball and teach him how to play basketball. Like, Hey, I this guy like... shot it. 4% over the last 20 games, but yeah, scary, scary, scary. This never worked. I mean, except for like Giannis, but like the Giannis thing is like making people continue to do this. Yeah. Like, remember how we thought about like Seiko Dumboya? Yeah. Like, you know, he's like barely in the league. It's just like for every one time this, this process like kind of works out. It doesn't work out like 10 times. I just hate this process. I would way rather take somebody who can just like shoot at 19 you know like yeah no i agree especially at this point because you're in a weird point of like you can either pick the high upside guy or you can pick an older guy that 
has a little more tenure and will probably contribute right away. Yeah. And I guess now that I think of it, like we talked about Wolves free agents and whatnot. Like if you look at the current roster, you'd say like, yep, if, if Russell leaves, they need a point guard on the current roster. They need some depth at center. But like Tareen Prince is a free agent. And like, let's say he leaves. And that's yeah. where a forward or like some sort of big body would help. And that's where this Sports yeah. Illustrated mock draft comes in. They have the Timberwolves taking EJ Liddell or Little Liddell. Sounds like Liddell. Liddell. Forward Ohio State 6'7, 240. He's 21. He's a junior. He's got he's got uh you know some wear and tear. Uh here's the rundown with former Nuggets boss Tim Connolly now helming basketball operations in Minnesota. It's a tad unclear right now which direction the Wolves will take with this pick. Well, it has nothing to do with Conley being there. Um, it's just, it's a weird spot to pick considering the state of the roster with a lot of money tied up in the backcourt. This is a logical spot to eye front court help while Liddell doesn't have ideal size for a power forward. He was, he's a reliable versatile player who can play around the rim or on the perimeter and fit in a range of linemen lineups as Minnesota looks to find the right pieces to complement Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, a broadly useful player like Liddell makes sense. Um, some sense as a supporting cast. Sure. I like the logic. Yeah. yeah, no, the logic is sound. I mean, I feel like so much of this is also contingent on like what else is going on around the team, which shouldn't be the case because I guess you should always be kind of drafting the best player. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like if they sign some guys and they really just need like a utility guy and then they can yeah. draft one like they should. Um, I don't know. I guess I just kind of laid out the argument for not for drafting somebody like this. But then now I'm like, well, what about the upside? So there's really like no, uh, no perfect answer here. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But it's like, it's kind of one of those, like, again, I'm going to go back to the NFL because I pay attention a lot to like those drafts and yeah, the players yeah. like, and, and similar to, to, I guess, basketball in a, in a certain sense of like, don't pick a player at a spot. If you don't have a plan for them to succeed. Um, like, for example, like, don't pick a quarterback if you don't have an offensive lineman or wide receivers. Like, and of course, like there's some exceptions to this rule. Um, Like if you get Trevor Lawrence and you know, well, yep, let's take Trevor Lawrence and we'll figure the rest out later. Totally. But if you're reaching for a guy like Christian Ponder and you're the Vikings and you don't have other stuff figured out, like that's not going to work. If, if you're the Timberwolves and you're not known for player development and you're asking Jared Culver to be a 40% three-point shooter and a point guard when he's neither of those things yeah you have no path for him it's like that's really like that's probably not going to work out and there, there, there's certainly situations where the player can overcome whatever it is but those are the superstars so yeah. i i i, I kind of like it, i get both ways here where it's like you follow your big board but also like if there's no path for that player to have success like for example if there's a, this super high uh, ceiling power forward that can stretch the floor and he falls to 19, but he has attitude issues. It's like, well, you probably shouldn't take him because he's probably not going to play behind town. Yeah. And then you're going to have a disgruntled guy on the bench. Right. Just, yep. like, think, like what's, what's the path? Um, totally. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll do a draft recap on Thursday. Um, the 19th pick is always a weird one. Cause it, it always feels like you're like, <laughs> you're not guaranteed certainly, but like, feels like you're, you you might trade out. Um, the Wolves have some second-round picks. As yeah. MOQ, and yep. especially in Conley's first year. A lot of trade-out potential, yep. Yeah, it feels like that might be the move, but we'll see. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe they trade up, maybe they trade back. I wonder if they trade up. I feel like there's a good amount of teams that might be interested in trading back. I, I'm so, in for trading up. We'll see, yeah. Yeah, I'm always in. Um, 
And with that, we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. Are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Could be tonight, or it could be last night, depending on when you're listening to this. Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for the deets. So, yeah. Um, The one other thing I wanted to talk about um, is my wife is actually texting me right now because she... Is at the Apple store and Ooh. her phone stopped working like her, uh, not her phone, but her like uh, facial facial recognition. Sure. And she's trying to figure it out there. And she's telling me it's four o'clock right now or like four fifty or five. It's actually like five o'clock. Wow. Um, time flies. Uh, she's telling me she has to be there until seven o'clock so they can figure out if it has water damage. Uh, so, yeah. So she's not very happy. That sounds horrible. I just realized I was using the wrong mic for half the podcast. So clearly it's a great day. Um, yeah, that's a mess. Um, I'm, I feel bad for her. I'm just messaging her. But yeah, the, um, the viewers get a live look into Kyle's yeah. exciting life. Yeah, it's very exciting. Then I have a cat next to me who's trying to dig up the carpet. It's a really great life. Um, My dog's been digging just giant holes in the backyard. Really fun. And then laying in them. Um, Good. Animals. Very strange. Super strange. And they probably look at us and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I know. <laughs> humans. Um, did you just eat that? There did you just put that? a ranch in the middle of your hand and then lick it? What is wrong with you, you animal? <laughs> um, all right. Hey, three star sports cards. Go visit them over in Little Canada, Bloomington, their website. Good news. PSA prices are down to $30. Yeah, baby. So I sent about six in last week. I have a bunch more that I need to send in. Um, of course, I think at the peak time, for PSA, it was like $23 for economy or 24 when before they closed. So it is still higher. And if you send in 10 cards, obviously that's $70. So you're going to be paying more. Um, but it does give you an option for those cards that maybe if it PSA tens, it's worth a hundred bucks. Uh, it gives you some more wiggle room rather than the $50 service they had. Yep. What I will say is you're probably not going to get them back very soon. You're like, I still have 12 cards there from two years ago. Yeah, that I still need to get back. So it'd be cool if I got those back. Um, but yeah, so just a heads up. And and I always go through three stars. I've always gotten really good grades. Um, you know, if you ask them, they'll help you decide what to send in, what not to send in, what they think something will grade at, which can kind of tell you what um, you want to do with that card. So yeah, yeah, good go call. go go visit them and tell them the ten thousand lamps podcast sent you. That'd be very nice of you. We'd. We'd love you forever. Yeah. For um, at least for a little while. For a little while. We'll love you long time. Nope. We'll love you short time. We'll love you for a time. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Julian, uh, we'll be back next week to talk draft. Maybe we'll do two. Maybe we'll do one before and maybe yeah. one after. Um, maybe on draft night we'll do one. We'll see. Um, All right. But thank you so much. Hey, congrats again. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Woo! Wow. That's the crowd is going crazy here. They really um, are. Yeah, they really are. Uh, my cats are like, meow. It's great. Um, All right. They sweet, will- dude. See ya. Thank you. Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.